Hi, my name is PK from Almost Inevitable Design, and this is a $2.4 million podcast where we talk about web design, web development, and WordPress. Just a heads up, I might be using a bit of profanity at times, which is why I checked on the explicit tag. If you are enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you left me a good rating on iTunes and Spotify. And if you have any questions, feel free to come down to almostinevitable.com and leave me a comment. Also, if you have any friends who need to hear this shit, go ahead, recommend it, and share it. While I have you, during the intro, um, my in, my Instagram handle is almost inevitable, no spaces, nothing, just almost inevitable. Uh, come down, please follow. I post CSS tips, jokes, CSS jokes, actually. <laughs> so CSS tips and stuff uh, every day. So um, please give me a follow. Anyways, so we are on episode 52 so that means it has been fucking one whole year one full year of doing this every week now the weeks that i missed out i uploaded one uh to make up for that and then i still uploaded at the there at that week right so 52 episodes means 52 weeks which means a fucking year and a lot has happened in that year, right? If you think about it. So it's it's fucking 2020. So a lot of shit has happened in that year since then, you know? Like worldwide pandemic. <laughs> what? So yeah, like not not just that, like oh man, so much shit happened in that year. Um yeah, like I won't go into like a lot of um socio political uh, economic stuff because we have nothing to do with that because this is a WordPress oh shit WordPress um, web development podcast design podcast so no anyways um, oh yeah well and just in that just in that vein um, Divi four came out and I have given up on Divi they can fuck off uh, although. I do help people who still use Divi and I do still check out and maintain uh, websites that are made in Divi and I still download it from time to time just to see how it goes but I don't do my professional uh, paid work WordPress work with Divi anymore Um, what do I use I either use um, what is it Uh, underscores which is uh, which is like an overwhelmingly blank theme. It is a empty theme where where you can code everything. So everything you need, all the JavaScript, all the PHP, all the CSS, everything um, you have to do yourself. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, that and I use that with Gutenberg, of course, uh, and advanced advanced custom fields. Or I use uh, Oxygen with advanced custom fields and sometimes with also with Gutenberg. So, yeah, um, my development has changed in the past year as well. So that, there's that, right? Um, yeah, so let's get into the... the so, yeah, this is a, this is a one-year anniversary episode. And the title of episode 52, the title is sabbath bloody sabbath um if oh so that is the 1973 uh it's black sabbath's 
song off of their 1973 album, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. And the title of the song is Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. Yep. Yep. Um, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath is my favorite, by far, my favorite Black Sabbath song. I love that song. I think it's cool as shit. And I think it rocks the hardest. Um, Some people might like uh, Paranoid. I do too, but it is not my number one song. My number one song is Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. I fucking love that song. Anyways, why is it that song for this episode, the title? It's because after a year of doing this, I am going to go on a temporary hiatus Um, I decided not only am I busy, um, because I'm busy, but because I still want to pump out content, uh, and at least help others or give back something, right? Um, like my website is fucking free except for the courses. I mean, there are some free courses, but the tutorials and this podcast is fucking free. Do you like, if anybody, and, and I know some people who listen to this know that, and thank you for sending me emails and comments about it, but I share, oh, I keep, I keep bumping into that, um, what is it, seat belt buckle that's over here, shit, stop, I, can't, I, I move my arms and I shouldn't do that, yeah, all right, so I share a lot of information, you know, like, I can't talk about code necessarily here but I do talk a lot about experiences and and advice and things that I've learned you know and there's I'm sharing a lot so you know like I I learned on my own I I studied I did research I learned on my own I google well DuckDuckGo actually and google uh google is a little better because um it can find it can sift through what indexed web pages a little better, like on Stack Overflow, for example. So yeah, um, like I just learned everything myself, you know. So because I learned myself, might as well give back, try to even it out, because I can't just you know take, take, take. I also want to give. So that's why I've been doing this podcast and have maintained that website. All just what is it? Uh, uh, sponsored by my own courses that I sell on the website. Anyways, so because I'm so busy for some reason, and even if I'm not busy, I mean, like if I like I spend like a couple hours a week just to make this content, right? So uh, I can take that time and now shift it over to making more tutorials and making more uh, ma- making other content for the website. Now on the website the website itself so the thing is like I almost never ever use a a particular builder except for Gutenberg now but a particular builder for blog pages because that means if you take off the builder then you're losing all the formatting. So it's either raw code, just HTML, or uh, Gutenberg. Gutenberg is fine because it's not going away. As long as you're on WordPress, you're going to be using Gutenberg. Like, do you think WordPress is ever going to phase out Gutenberg? No. Even even the classic builder is still around if you want it there, you know? So, yeah. 
So it's either Gutenberg or um, the Classic Builder, like WordPress, default WordPress stuff. I don't use a, propri a proprietary builder. So um, why am I saying this? I'm saying this because um, I am going to start, I, I, you know what? Like I kept on saying I'm going to redesign the website. I've given up. So <laughs> I've given up. What I'm going to do is focus on the content. The content just speaks for itself. I'm just going to have more content on the website and not worry too much about um, the, what is it, the design. Because it's not a design portfolio. It's just a simple, clean, it's going to be a, just a simple, clean website that has its own brand and that's it. I found a theme that I like from a guy that I really like and follow. So yeah, just going to swap it over, maybe add some stuff later, but for now, I don't care. I just want a new new theme running on almostinevitable.com because I can't stand extra being so slow and sluggish all the time. And also, um, things need to go... I'm going to have to swap over to WordPress 5.5 sometime, right? I already have a few websites on 5.5 and it's not horrendously bad or anything. I actually think it's fine, you know? So, um, I'm going to have to do that sometime in the future anyway. So, might as well do the swap and might as well ditch extra now, you know? So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to do that. And, of course, the product pages have been built in uh, Divi Builder. So, I'm still going to have to uh, copy-paste some stuff over. Anyways. Oh, well. that's there's not, there's not much I can do about that, you know? So, yeah. Just stuck with that. That's my mistake. Anyways. Just now I'm going to make it in Gutenberg. So why am I saying all that? Yeah, so what I mean is uh, after I've done a year's worth of podcasts, um, I am going to take a break on podcasts and focus more on written content and video content for, uh, for the website. Um, also, a few more things that I am planning on, which I hope I deliver, is maybe having a YouTube video series on um, just a lot of bullshit that's been propagated uh, throughout the amateur developer, amateur designer world, uh, and just at least try to teach people to learn how to at least steer them in the right direction of developing uh, um, at a professional level, you know, sort of, at least, and not just like try to find hacks to every stupid thing, you know, stupid hacks to, to, uh, legit problems, you know, so I'm going to do that more, try to do that, I think, I hope, I don't know, try to, try to start a web video series, um, and there's a lot of other websites that I have in mind, my own personal projects, I'm not sure I can do all of them, but at least I have them in mind. And I have the domains, so we'll see, right? We'll see. Okay, so that is why this episode is titled Sabbath Bloody Sabbath, because I am going on sabbatical for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, we'll see what happens. I might come back um, and if I have some other stuff to talk about. But for now, that's where I'm going to leave it at leave it for now and of course this content like I like I said I just put in so many hours into this um, probably gonna take some of those stuff that I've recorded 
and make some extra courses, uh, some free courses, and a lot of, you know, some stuff. Because I've brainstormed enough. It's just not, it's, and I think it's good content. It's just not getting to the right audience. So might as well start doing that. Yeah. All right. So let's um, talk about today's topic besides me leaving <laughs> the podcast for a while. Um, but today's actual topic, right? So we are going to talk about what makes a good designer and what makes a web designer and what makes a good developer now at my level right now like I don't think there's one best web developer in the world um, and I certainly am not in that group of best web developers but I'm not too shitty I, I know what I do and um um, I answer and I help a lot of other people. I'm, I'm at least good enough to be senior developer. Um, you know, so I'm, I, I'm, I'm not too bad, right? So I can, I can do my stuff and almost every designer, not almost, well, I didn't, I don't, some designers I don't actually get to talk to, but, uh, every designer I've worked with to make websites Almost every, I'll just say that just to be safe. Almost every designer I've worked with to make a website has liked my work. So I think um, from a developer's perspective, I think there are some things that a web designer should think about. And I also think there are some things that a developer should be thinking about. And it's really pretty, pretty much... Um, just understanding the nature of what you're doing like not just oh just, I just can't I, I can't name names and I don't want to get too much into detail but because this is still a public podcast you know it's it's on fucking iTunes and Spotify so and pocket whatever so Pocket cast, pocket cast. Yeah, so, you know, I just, I can't name names or be too specific, but just to, you know, uh, anyways. Um, so, I think, so I'm just going to try to talk about just in general um, how I think web, web designers, not just graphic designers, but web designers um, and web developers should do to be better at what they're doing. Okay. All right. So, um, first of all, let's start with, um, web designers, you know, uh, if you're a good graphic designer, that's great. If you have your own graphic design style, that's great. I am not someone to, I'm not one to be knocking on that as something like if you think, if you think like a certain color works for you, that is your skill. That is your opinion as a graphic designer. Um, and I keep saying, there are there's not one good answer for a solution i mean answer there's not one good solution for a graphic design project or a problem but there are bad ones i've said this before i i used to say it a lot better <laughs> so wait wait let me let me let me let me back up um 
So design is a solution. It's finding a good solution. And whatever it is, like whether it's industrial or whether it's graphic, depends on how you're solving it, but it's pretty much solving a problem. That's, that's it. It's finding a solution. That's what design is. And um, there are, there's not one solid good answer. There's not one definitive answer to a problem not one solution to a problem but there are definitely bad solutions there are solutions that do not address the problem and that does not solve the problem properly so there is a good design and bad design all right so having said that even if you are a bad designer even if you are a bad designer in terms of visual uh, representation even if your colors and your typefaces look like shit your spacing look like shit even if you are a bad graphic designer bad web designer um that's that's just how that's how that's just how that's you can you know it, it can be it can be taken as artistic and just you know we can forget about that part however um there are things i think that a web designer should think should consider when designing for the web all right and the easiest way to understand how that works is to actually go in and build your own website no matter how hard it is just fucking build your own website your way using learning whatever using whatever tools and try to find your way of doing it and if you can't do it then still at least try something like a drag and drop builder go to whatever and try to use a drag and drop builder you know like Squarespace or don't fucking use Wix but Squarespace or like WordPress Divi Oxygen Elementor Beaver you know something and at least try to understand that now you don't have to be good at it but at least if you start playing around with it you know the box model or at least you can understand the box model and understand that there is a thing called the box model. So you have margins, borders, and paddings. And also, um, a lot. This is something that there are a few things that I can tell when I get a design proof whether this person knows how the web works or not. There are a few things. One is if you have now this is possible if you use Grid. If you use CSS Grid, it's definitely possible but it is not a good idea, all right? Let me explain. One is using a double row column, all right? So there's a long, tall column that spans vertically over two rows, okay? Or three rows. And having them align perfectly is possible with CSS grid, but it is not a very good solution all right the reason is you have to scroll and if it's just one image there that's i guess okay because it can just be i don't know background or just just a visual just a good photo or visual that that just helps that part you know to be a little better but and and the actual content is in uh, two rows, so that you know. But if you have like a really long column, 
just because the content is long. And then you put two other columns with content on to the right and have try to get them all in the same alignment and just all fit together. That's not going to work because web pages are scrolled. They're scrolled and they are usually for desktop, they're all really flat. The aspect ratio is really flat. So if you have a long column and you have a bunch of rows next to it, that's not going to work because once you finish that column, you're going to have to go back the fuck up. And then that means you have to scroll back up. What kind of fucking stupid shit is that, right? So that kind of shit does not work. Now, like I said, and I'm not saying it's impossible and I'm not saying there are oh good good enough use cases for that. I'm saying that that for content laying out content that is usually a bad idea and when people do that because it works fine on fucking paper because paper and brochures are fucking portrait mode and even if it's landscape you can just look at it your eyes can just move and that's it you don't scroll paper right so it works on paper it doesn't work on the web and you should they should fucking understand that a lot of people don't all right um, another thing that a designer that I've seen um, make really like non-web designs is like um, circles, hexagons, where things like diagrams, like, oh, I've gotten this, so many of these kind of proofs from fucking like small corporate, sm not corporate, small companies who just want to act corporate. They like have... You know the word fucking synergy? Try to make a Venn diagram and say synergy, you know? And then sometimes you have this thing in the middle and then have like a, a diagram where you have like lines pointing out just so and then you point out like what is what. It works on paper. That shit works on paper. But it does not work on the web. Like how the fuck are you going to do that? It doesn't work on the web. So it's... they People do that kind of stuff. And it's really... It's, yeah, like, as soon as I get those kind of proofs, I'm like, oh, fuck. It's, yeah, because it's either going to be in one large image, which will be really hard to make responsive, or, you know, like, if you try to make it in code, it's going to be not only a fuck face, fuck wad piece of shit, um, but it, it won't respond either. It'll be hard to make it responsive. So... Those, those are like one of the few things, not just that, the sizes, like uh, si the height of the hero sections, making it too tall, stupid, because screen sizes are not that tall, you know, and um, text sizes, all that kind of stuff. I can tell from a proof whether this guy is experienced in actual good professional web design or not. Um and that's, those are the kind of things that I think a develop designer should think about and try to learn, you know, at least listen to the developer. Now, if the developer doesn't know what's going on, they'll say, yeah, that looks good. And then start building it and it turns into shit. That's on the developer. That's on both of them. But anyways, web designers, I think, should at least try to make their own stuff so they at least know how things work, at least on some basic level which then doesn't which then means that they're not going to be like hey you can you're you're a 
de developer, you can do this and then just give them like crazy layouts, you know? They'll be way more conservative because they'll have to try to keep things working at least in a way that they understand. Now, if you use drag and drop builders, if you use whatever, as long as it's not fucking Wix, they all use blocks and columns. All right, rows, sections, columns. Um, the reason why I said not Wix is because fucking Wix, oh, motherfucking Wix, fucking Wix is the whole website is just one relative positioned div with a bunch of absolutely positioned divs on top of it. It is such a stupid piece of shit type of way that they build it. Now, they knew, they came out with a new editor called Editor X. I haven't played with it because I don't like it. I don't like Wix as a company because it's just shit. It looks like shit. But um, I think their new editor is a little better. Their old one is just was just crazy shit. So uh, yeah. So if it's as long as it's not Wix, if you're using a proper builder like a regular builder, like even if it's fucking Webflow or you know even if it's Squarespace, things stay in boxes and they stay in rows and columns and grids so develop designers can if they at least try to finish one project on their own however badly it responds or whatever it does they'll at least understand sort of the restrictions that they're act they actually have okay so i think that's really important for designers um and as for developers we need to change this chapter i need like music or something no i don't have I'm, I'm in the car again recording in the car um uh, watching other parents drop off their kids for the second class i think um but yeah daughter does like a couple hours of hip-hop it's another yeah oh well so yeah i'm in the car that's why you heard the thing what is it the, the seatbelt so, uh, yeah, let's get into developers. Now, if you're... So, that's why we're not going to use music. I could edit this, but can't be bothered. It's the last one, man, for a while, at least. I don't know. Maybe I'll start another time and then do another year, so I'll get up to 104 episodes. But for now, I'll leave it at this year. Okay, so... um, Where was I? Yeah. So, developers. All right, now, if you're going to be a good developer... I think a really, really, really important thing that developers should think about is really fucking paying attention to detail. Now, a lot of people, especially when you look in like uh, job listings for uh, job listings in the creative industry, like Whatever it is, if you're if they're looking for a graphic designer, a brand specialist, a production manager, account manager, um, I don't know, developer, art worker, I don't know, whatever it is, whatever level, whatever position, almost all the time in the listing, they put in as a requirement someone or as a in their wish list of what characteristics they want from a person, they always say attention to detail. Have you noticed that? A lot of people say attention to detail. Attention to detail 
is something that's easily said and something that a lot of people say they do, but not actually seem to pay attention to detail. A lot of people say it. I think the reason why a lot of people say that is because when they notice something that bugs them, they're like, ah, let's do this. And then they're like, oh, I'm, I'm paying attention to all this detail. Like, hmm, we'll see. Most, not all the time, you know? But what that is, what, what that is supposed to mean, I think, and what why I'm saying this as something that developers need to, you know, understand is if if a design if a developer actually plays with a designer's tool like if you if you're a developer start playing with something like XD InDesign Affinity Publisher um Figma fucking Figma uh Sketch let's see what else uh what's another prototyping tool I think those are the big names right yeah so try playing around with one of those what you'll see is that they're all made in little boxes floating around. They're all made in small little floating boxes. And that means that every fucking spacing issue you would have thought of at least once. You would have thought of every fucking spacing issue. Everything has been thought of in your head and it has been considered and you would have to make your own choice on something whether it's good or bad that's not the point you will have to at least once play something consciously all right so i don't know if i just dropped off for a second oh yeah i, I just paused it actually um that yeah my daughter just came to say hi and then she ran away again anyways um yeah so where was i uh talking about layout tools prototyping tools or design tools, right? Every, every thing on that page, on that, in that design has at least, whether good or bad, been consciously thought of and placed with a purpose. So that means that the designer believes that this should be there and they actually made a decision about that. Now, if, if you start playing around with those things, then you'll see why everything has, has to be thought of, you know? And once you see that, that means, I think, uh, you can sort of understand what, um, what the designer was trying to do. Or at least when they give you a design, you will understand that this has been done consciously and this is something that they will want, you know? Like whether it's aligned to a certain uh, grid or whether it has a certain size, whatever it is, even if it's shitty, I keep saying that, even if it's shitty, that designer has thought of that. They came up with that shitty solution, but still it was a conscious decision-making process. That's the important thing that I think a lot of developers are forgetting. Because if you have the right colors, the right fonts, displaying 
the right images in the right order, they think it's done. It's not fucking done. There's a very, very elaborate design that was provided. You're not doing it. You're totally ignoring it. See, like, when you see someone dance, right? Like, um, just because I'm right next to the dance studio, I see, like, photos of people dancing. Um, when you see someone dance, like, there are kids who do the same dance. It looks like they're doing the same motions. They're going through the same motions, but it's lacking a lot of finesse. Whereas the teacher who's teaching the, the dance actually has the energy, has the small nuances, everything in that teacher's, if he's a good teacher, everything in that teacher's movements and the whole body just shows exactly what the dance should look like. Kids or like amateurs who can't dance, just go through the motions. If the arms are up in the air and wave them like you don't care, then they just do that. That's it. That's it. How I would do it. But if you're a dancer, even doing that actually looks cool, you know? And that's what that's what a lot of developers who do not pay attention to detail end up doing. Like, not... I've, I've seen so many bad projects recently that I had to talk about this as the last episode. And, like... Yeah, so like I keep saying, it just just getting the right colors, the fonts, and the layouts looking similar, like in 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 a in a grand the grand scheme of things holistically, doesn't mean that that development is done well because there, like I said, there's so many little things that designer has thought of when they did that, and all of that has been thrown out the window. Like what the fuck, you know? So. I think that's what designers, uh, developers should really, really, really focus on because they're basically, if you're, if you're not developing properly as per the proof, then what the fuck did the designer spend all that time doing trying to make the sizing and the spacing right? Why did, why did he, why did they spend that time just going to throw that shit away, you know? So not only is it disrespectful, it is fucking stupid and a waste of time and money, you know? So um, basically, this whole episode is talking about empathy. Whoa! How'd you, how, did, how did I come to that fucking cool goddamn solution? Empathy. You got to understand, designers got to understand how development works. Developers got to understand how it's been designed. That's it. And of course, it goes horizontally, uh, it goes vertically, no, tangent, tangentially, I don't know, I don't know. But, oh, different, multi-directional empathy. There we go, that makes sense, yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's got to go multi-directional as well, because you got to, the designer and the developer both have to also think about the client, you know. So the designer needs to deliver what the client wants, the developer also needs to think about what the client wants as well. Like, for example, if they're going to be maintaining the blog themselves, you got to make it usable. You know, you got to make it fucking usable for that person to easily update the blog. You know, come on. So that kind of stuff. So 
I think it's, I think that's basically it. Like, you can't, nothing, nothing in the world, no job or anything, I guess, in the world can be done alone and just alone only, you know? So if you're making, especially if you're getting paid for anything, it's, it, you can't be, it can't be done like with nobody else's collaboration or help, you know, you, it can't be, there's gotta be something else, something with someone that has to be done to get something, you know? So yeah, um, developers, I think should really think about um, and respect the design. The designers should really think about and respect development. And the clients are stupid so they can fuck off. <laughs> That's a good, good-ass clu- conclusion. That's good. All right? Yeah, so designers and developers can have their own fun and empathize and not get paid because they're not listening to the client. No, I'm just kidding. You know that, right? All right, so I think that's a good conclusion. Empathy. Empathy is cool. That's a good conclusion. So uh, come on down to my Instagram and hang out. Uh, Come on down to my uh, almost inevitable Facebook and hang out. And let's see. Website. I'm going to come up with more posts now and try to get more traffic and more more tutorials out there. And I'm going to probably flip the switch to a new theme. Just going to use a fucking theme. I'm not going to develop my own theme. I got, I don't have the time for that. Like, I don't, yeah. Like, I don't have any downtime for that. I'm just going to do a, you know, simple theme. So, um, yeah, there we go. So, uh, everybody who's been with me throughout this whole year of listening to me rant about web, web industry, the web development industry, web design industry, the creative industry, digital creative industry is probably what I'm going to what I'm doing, right? So, yeah, thanks to everyone to who's been who's stuck around. I'll see you in episode 52, I'm sorry, 53, but I don't know when that'll be. All right? It might be a few weeks, might be a few months, I don't know. So, uh I'll be signing off for now and uh feel free to email me, text me, uh message me, whatever it is, reach out if you have any questions, if you want to talk about anything and if you have any requests for tutorials as well, right? So, uh, yeah, thanks for sticking with me throughout this whole year. And I will see you and talk to you in some other episode. In the meantime, wash your hands, stay safe, and take care. All right, bye-bye. Bye.